For decades, milk has been fueling women marathon runners as the OG performance drink. And in the new docu-series, Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers takes us on a journey of self-discovery as she meets several groups of empowered women runners to find out what drives them, what fuels them, and what pushes them to go the distance. And in the process, she learns that she too can be a distance runner. You can watch the series at runningsuckstheseries.com and register for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon at everywomansmarathon.com. Hey, you're listening to Into It from Vulture and New York Magazine. I'm Sam Sanders. This episode, we're going to run down some big entertainment pop culture stories of the week with truly two of my favorite podcasters. A lot of you know them well. Their names are Lindsay Weber and Bobby Finger. They are the hosts of Who Weekly. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. For those who are living under a rock and fully uncultured, uh, describe your show for folks who haven't listened yet. Wow. <laughs> Big ask. <laughs> or a small ask, you know? We, li- we like to say it's like you're at a supermarket browsing the one of, you know, 10 real magazines that are left in the world. Uh, some of them are tabloids. Some of them are full issues about Princess Diana. I don't know. Whatever you're looking at. And you see something and you're like, who even is that? Why are they on the cover? That and is what it. our podcast mm-hmm. covers. The people that make you say who. Yes. yes. I love it. So we are going to talk about some who's, talk about some them's. Uh, we're also going to talk this week about influencers and if they're supposed to be striking or not in solidarity with the actors and the writers. We're going to talk about the newest Bachelor. We're going to talk about this new extremely online trend, NPC live streaming on TikTok. <laughs> it makes me feel so old. We'll explain the whole thing. But before we begin, I want to introduce a brand new game that we invented just for this episode, just for <gasps> you two. Honor. What? I know. We, you want to play? We love you wanna games. Play? I want to play. I love a game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. This game is called Drumroll Please. Is this Barbie merch collab real or fake? (gasps) That's it. That's the game. (laughs) So, as everyone knows, the Barbie movie is finally out this week after the world's longest marketing campaign. And one of the weird, strange, crazy things to observe have been all the collabs with any and every kind of business to promote this damn movie. So to celebrate Margot Robbie and Australian world domination and Greta Gerwig and all of it, we're going to play a game called Is This Barbie Merch Collab Real or Fake? Just say if you think it's real or fake when I say it. Okay. Okay. Barbie and Burger King. Real. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I'm going to say fake. (gasps) It's real. I knew it. Barbie and Crocs. Real. real. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Gotta be just, real. Ugh. I want him. I want him. <laughs> Barbie and Cheesecake Factory. Ugh. I think that's fake, but I'm I... I'm gonna say fake. I want that so badly to be real. <laughs> it's fake, but all I want in life is a slice of pink Barbie cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory yeah. in so the Grove. Easy. Because it's right next oh to the theater God. and or you can the go to the Americana. movie after the cheesecake. The collabs write themselves. It's pink. Just make They're it pink and slap a bee on it. It's so great. Barbie and Pepto-Bismol. Fake. <sighs> I mean, I think that's got to be fake, but it's great. Should be real. It should be real. Barbie and One Medical. 
<laughs> Wait, the doctor's <laughs> office? Should be real, but I'm going to say it's fake. Should be real. Also, <laughs> shout out to the Intuit production team. There's some real ones for that I was one. a member of that. <laughs> if they, if they were doing Barbie at the time, I wouldn't have quit. Right, it's so. the one thing that can make Listen. one medical tolerable. <laughs> true. You can't get an appointment, imagine but if you, you can get a Barbie doll or whatever. Imagine if you log on to One Medical. This is the concierge <laughs> medical it's service. You log on to the One Medical app, and the nurse you like chat with is like Barbie themed. Or like you go to one of their places and they're like, sorry, we can't get you an appointment with the doctor right now, but we do have Barbie. Ken's here. It's kind of a joke, but it's kind of not a joke. Good luck. <laughs> Listen, if Ken is drawing my blood for my labs, I'm fine with it. As I will long pay as he's whatever. a Dr. Ken, as long as he's the Ken doctor, you know? Exactly. I'll take it. All right. Barbie and Allstate. Real. Uh, real. Ah, the real one is Pro- Barbie and Progressive. progressive. No, no, no. <laughs> because what's her face went to the premiere. Flo, Flo was, was like, I got this. Who was the other guy? Who's Flo's contemporary? Flo's Ken. Who's Flo's you mean peer? Flo's Ken? Yeah, who's Flo's Ken? <laughs> Who is Flo's Ken? There's a guy, Greg, right? Yeah. There's, a, There's guy. a guy. Barbie and Uno. That's oh, real. real. Because I want it and I retweeted it and I said I wanted it and then I was like, wow, there's a lot of spawn and they were like, they're both owned by Mattel. So this is actually the one that uh, makes sense. So. Well, you know, the whole thing is, is that Mattel wants to make every Mattel product a movie right. and Barbie's just the start. Perfect. And in the New Yorker article about this, someone was like, well, not everything can be a movie. Like, um, how do you make Uno a movie? Maybe you can't, but someone can. <laughs> What's the Uno movie? Please go ahead. Spin I this mean, out. I mean... This is this is just showing like this is why the writer strike has to end because this is why we need the brilliant minds of Hollywood to like get back to work because like yes. I don't know but I feel like skip reverse like there's a whole thing here you know getting down to one singular what is it like uh, I don't know draw four Bar- Bobby you help me I almost called you Barbie <laughs> no I mean it's close it makes sense I'm sorry I'm too busy thinking about like the Daniel Kaluuya Barney, which is apparently happening too. Oh, I'm yeah. like, well, the A24 style Barney. Oh my God. The point is, I think they could do, if Barbie works, they can do anything. I believe I in it. I love that New Yorker piece. I loved when they showed the writer the race cars or the, what is it? The, 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 what is it? Hot Wheels. Not Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels. Hot yeah, Hot Wheels. Okay. And the Hot Wheels, the, it didn't work. Like they, they showed him this big rig yes. they had and it didn't work. And he was like, we got to <laughs> fix that. I was like, this is like Willy yes. Wonka, which is another movie <laughs> comes to life. Lindsay, literally. <laughs> Magic 8-Ball. That's a good movie. That's a great uh, that's movie. That's written. That wrote itself. That's easy. Magic 8-Ball. Who stars in the Magic 8-Ball Justin movie? Justin Long. He's Just- the king of horror. <laughs> Don't just uh, say Justin. Wow, that was a speedy response. <laughs> I mean, the gag would be funny if Margot Robbie was just everything. <laughs> she's, the, she's the magic eight ball. Like you get to the end of the Barney movie, Barney takes off the it's helmet, Margot and it's Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. That's perfect. It's, it's been Margot Robbie the whole difference. time. It's perfect. All right, is this collab Ooh. real or fake? Barbie and Spirit Halloween. Oh, wow. I'm going to say real. They've got to have a Barbie section. It's real. Oh, my God. Okay. Which yeah, weird, well. though, because Spirit Halloween needs no help. I know. It's <laughs> right. Like, they're there. People are going there no matter what. Right. All right. Yeah. Barbie and Burnett's Pink Lemonade Vodka. I mean, fake. sounds great. Sounds real to me. It should be real, but it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Barbie and Joybird Couches. I feel like that's oh, real, and that I'm mad. seems real, yeah. It's real, and I hate it, because, like, <laughs> you know what sounds uncomfortable? A Barbie couch? Yeah, aren't oh. they plastic, famously? Aren't they freaking plastic? And tiny. Too tiny. <laughs> All right, last one. Barbie and Fossil. The Real. watch? 
Yeah, real. Yeah. Real. It's real. It's uh, real. It's real. Would y'all wear a Barbie fossil rock? In a second. Watch. In once. a second. With yeah, my Crocs? Once. Yes, 100%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't keeping tabs on this game, but the real winner is Mattel because they are just printing money right now. <laughs> All right, more with Bobby and Lindsay after the break. Fox Creative. This is advertiser content from 26.2 Team Milk and their new docu-series, Running Sucks. Is running the worst? Yeah. Do you love it? Do you hate it? I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so freaking much. That you're a real runner now! I hate it. <laughs> I'm Abby Ayers, a 37-year-old mom from Utah who found herself running across the Manhattan Bridge in my first race ever. Running Sucks celebrates women who run and the running communities that carry them across the finish line. Running helped me in so many ways postpartum. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. For every person like you, I'm telling you you belong and I'm telling you you can do it. I never thought the words would leave my mouth, but yes, I'm planning on running a marathon. Because, like, who would have thought? Watch Running Sucks at runningsuckstheseries.com and learn more about how Team Milk is helping women runners across the country conquer their next course. All right, moving on to our second game of this episode. Two games, because our two guests are that good. This next game is called Into It. Or not into it. It's a classic. It's a classic game. I tell you a story from the week, and you just tell me if you're into it or not. I used to like award winning points based on if I liked people's opinions, (laughs) but that just got a little too subjective. So I'm going to say from the start, everyone's a winner. Okay. 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 I love that. Positive space. Yeah. Positive space. I'll still win, though, but sure, you can say that. (laughs) Lindsay's a winner. All right. Are y'all into or not into? The Golden Bachelor. I'm sure you've heard by now. Earlier this week, ABC unveiled its first ever star of The Golden Bachelor. He's a senior. His name is Jerry Turner, and he's a 71-year-old widower from Indiana. The show premieres later this fall. We're into it? So into it. Absolutely into it. It's the only thing... I mean... I feel like the Bachelor, the Bachelorette series, they they really want to pull us back in. And this was one of the few things that got me to, like, turn my head when I heard it. And I saw the promo and I said, who's Jerry? He posts his thirst traps in a leather-bound album. His DMs have postage. He gets the early bird special anytime he wants. Only problem here is that are we not waiting for the other shoe to drop? Where was Jerry on January? You know, where was Jerry? <laughs> oh, like, no, <laughs> is he gonna be a milkshake duck? Like, no, like, don't let him Jerry's be a milkshake like duck. Jerry's seventy-one years. Do you know how much time Jerry's had to do something that we don't approve of? Like, that's too many years. <laughs> so far, though, this Jerry guy seems pretty cool. Oh, wait, 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 wait. His name is actually Gary, not Jerry. Okay, sorry. So Gary Turner used to be a restaurateur. I can never say that word right. Um, his bio says he is a doting father of two and a grandfather. Okay. He lives in his dream house on a beautiful lake in Indiana. He also plays pickleball. Oh. 
Of course he does. His wife of 43 years passed away in 2017, so he's back on the market. He's handsome, oh. too. He's very handsome. He's very handsome. Like, I think, didn't you, did you ask me, Bobby, you were like, is he going to date 20-year-olds? And I was like, no. Well, that was my first question. Him, he can't. They're going to give him age-appropriate women. Well, that's why I'm into it, because I like, I mean, I Lindsay knows this. I mean, I'm obsessed with stories about old people. I think it's, like, good for my own my own problems with my own mortality it's like any story about like an older person stories about older people sort of like having a nice time realizing that like you can always pivot you can always be happy no matter how old you are love that but Mm -hmm. like what i love about the fact that this guy is on the bachelor isn't just that he's old it's that he's actually old he's in his 70s yes because like our our cultural acknowledgement or like cultural understanding of what old means has changed a lot over like the past 30 years or whatever like old in the 90s was like 40 you know like Mm -hmm. like and then old got a little like 50 then it was 60 you know like now we're in the 70s and i like that i'm thinking about like waiting to exhale when they're all like oh this is our lives are over and we're 40 years old or like my mm-hmm. best friend's wedding when she's like if i don't get married by the time i'm 28 i'm done and now it's 71 right. and i and think also, that's progress you're as you get older old gets older like as yeah. you get older yes. that the the definition of old so i did like when i saw he was 71 that's He's exactly actually old. that's young enough to be sexy not that you can't be sexy at any age but come on and that is old <laughs> enough to be old <laughs> i'm <Yes>. sorry <laughs> he's objectively old would yeah, i date him great sure Listen, sure. listen. I also, I mean, I personally love all of the content geared towards old generations. I watched all of Grace and Frankie twice. Yes. I watched 80 for Brady on an airplane and loved it. I watched Give it all to me. It was fine. <laughs> I yes. watched Book Club Chapter 2. Loved, loved it. it. Yes. Loved it. Yes. Loved it. I also feel like if anyone is going to be a good guy bachelor, it's an older guy. I really it's just hope fewer so. games, less foolishness, right? I hope so. Yes. I hope that it works for him. I works that they make the show work for him. I'm excited yeah. f- for it to not blow up in our faces. <laughs> and I hope that after like 20 years, I hope that ABC's gotten better at vetting. You know, like yeah, I have well, to have trust in them. They haven't, Listen. but sure. <laughs> I also hope that like this show ends with like a very senior happy ending where it's like they both choose to be together, but they're going to keep their houses yeah. oh, and they're going to hang out like on the weekend right. and they're not going to get married because why? She's like, I'm not moving to Indiana. Who's... Like all my grandchildren live in literally Buffalo or whatever. Yes. Yes. Like a real life ending. It's like mature and realistic. Yeah. I love that. Yes. What are those two? They're like two famous old. I'm trying to think of the old like straight women celebrities who are like, I don't. Oh, it's Whoopi? like Judith Light. Whoopi famously doesn't want anyone in her house, which I love. And then Judith Light is like, yeah, my husband lives on the other coast. That's iconic. Like, that's <laughs> I, that's great. Yo, into it. I love it. We're into it. I'm watching. What do we think the age, not cat, but age floor should be for his uh, contenders? Oh, my 60 God. 50 plus, 60 plus? 60. 60, 60 plus. Okay. We're, okay. we're a very sensitive culture about age gap right now, so we really have to kind of... I think they have True. to be aware that it, even if like someone in their fifties, it might work or something, which would not be that out of the ordinary. We can't culture can't handle True. TV having big that big of an age gap. I will say I'm looking forward to the hometown dates because usually for hometowns, the bachelor <laughs> takes 
a potential bachelorette home to meet his parents. <laughs> but for Good this point. one, point. are they going to go meet the kids? The grandkids. Oh, the yes. grandkids. The grandkids. Oh, so sweet. It's going to be great. Wow, so this sweet. might be the first season of The Bachelor I watch in like watch. five yes. years. That's exciting. All right. So this makes y'all more likely to watch The Bachelor. 100%. The Golden Bachelor. Oh, it makes me, 100%. Like, there's no way I'm missing the premiere of this. Like the, it, it's The Bachelor is suddenly appointment viewing. Mm-hmm. And I done. do love, just want to point out, remember when they had the older Bachelorette? She was only like in her 40s or something. Yeah. yeah. This is my chance to not be the one begging a guy to be with me. She's 39 years old. She's not the type of woman to play games. That's how that's how skewed culture is, but whatever. <laughs> Give me a 71-year-old Bachelorette, but Literally. Whatever. Is Golden Bachelor the best name for this show? Well, didn't someone say the ger- geriatricaler? Who told me? That? <laughs> Who said that to me? <laughs> He's Gary, and I'm your first golden bachelor. It's your golden so, also on this topic, we're much more likely to see a lot more reality TV this fall Oy. if these strikes continue. What kind of reality shows would you want to see if there's going to be an abundance of them very soon? Oh, you I know mean, what I need? Wh- what? Oh, what? Uh, Lindsay, I think you'll agree. I need another season of Instant Hotel or bring oh, Instant, Hotel Instant Hotel to America. Wait, what is Instant Hotel? Oh, no. it's, this, it's this Australian, it's this Australian competition <laughs> show that costs $8 and there are two seasons of it. And it's about people who own bed and breakfasts. Like trying each other's houses out and then like judging them and then picking the best one. Oh my. Well, she's trying to invent a personality, but that's not working either. City folk. <laughs> this place should come with a health warning. It's just fun to see the, the different ways people sell their, like, rental houses. And it's so petty and so silly. And it's Australia, so everything is, like, completely foreign to me. I love that show. I've been wanting choose, more for years. What's cool is they choose different parts of Australia. So you, you the comparison between, like, the Gold Coast and, like, a salt mine in the middle of the of the continent. Like, it's very cool because it's very diverse and, like, they all hate each other's houses, which is amazing. Low stakes pettiness. It's, like, it's like very special. Like, put it all over love the world. It. I love it. I want, like, 18 more seasons of Is It Cake. <laughs> That's all I want. Talk about low stakes. Is this cake? Is that cake? Am I cake? Y'all, the hold that show has over me. Did you see the episode? Where they have to figure out which of four toilets is no, not actually a toilet, but no, is just cake. No. <laughs> Let's find out if this toilet is cake. Oh my god. The moment that Mikey Day, the host, starts to sledgehammer each toilet to figure out which one is which, one of the contestants mutters, How is this a real show? <laughs> How is this a show? How is this a show? It is nice to mix absurdity with craft. Like that actually is right? a great because it, it's a like it's point. really showing off people's skill in a really authentic and earnest way. Like these are real big talents. Like if you can make a cake look like a toilet, you are very talented. There you go. But also the idea of cutting into a toilet and it's a toilet is very funny. Like no matter <laughs> what, and it, and it yes. will never get old. I saw them do one old. with a crab. It was amazing. The cake <laughs> right, just like a crab. Yeah, it was yes. crazy. It was crazy. 
it reminds me of um, the Blown Away show. Just like, why am I watching oh, a show about yeah. glass blowing? But they're Literally. really talented. So stuff yeah. like that, talented. I think, is really fun. It's mostly yeah. made of sand. Okay. A few other ingredients in it, but it does cool really quickly once you take it out of the furnace. Glory holes are where you can reheat it and make it warm and malleable, and so you can. Well, and then like you find yourself like going deep on the art and craft of glass blowing, yes. and it's like midnight, and you're like, I should go to bed. I will never glass blow. <laughs> yeah. yes. I will never glass no, it's, blow. It's, you could glass blow. You could I do could glass blow. It's Easy. not too late for love, but it's too late for it's glass blowing. I'm sorry. For glass blowing. <laughs> There's no golden if, blown away. What if one of the episodes on The Golden Bachelor is a glass blowing they, date? They'd be make sure they'd they have like, enough breath. <laughs> yeah, make sure they're like, no. <laughs> the health is high. my lungs, no. <laughs> Okay, more of the game with Bobby Finger and Lindsay Weber after the break. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Next game question. Are y'all into or not into influencers striking in solidarity with actors and writers? I'm into any solidarity with the strike. Period. Yeah. If you're an influencer and that is something you can do, and influencers, I don't know, they can't do much. So if they're going to contribute and they want to contribute in that way, I think that's great. But I don't really know the rules. And I think things are getting very muddled about what the rules are. It's Anyone so who's muddled. in the yeah. um in the union, they know the rules. And that is the most important thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're in it and you know the rules, talk to your strike captain. I've learned a little bit about this, but I'm not mm-hmm. in the union, so I don't really know. But anyone who wants to show their solidarity in any way, I support. Sure, go for it. It's really hard because, like, there's this, like, gray area. So, basically, long story short, while the writers strike and the actors strike, they're not supposed to promote any work coming from the studios that they're striking against. So, no premieres, no interviews, etc. But a lot of influencers are still scheduled to promote a lot of these projects. And the question is, can they, should they? And here's where it gets complicated. Some influencers are actually in these unions. Mm -hmm. Oh, influencers can be in SAG. They can be actors. Didn't know that till this week, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that that's cool. The more members SAG is, the more powerful it is. I think, like, yeah, I don't think anyone would be like influencers can't join SAG. It's it's more power, you know. Like, there's more dues being given. Literally, there's more. uh, We're group buying this insurance. Like, I'd love some of that, you know. I I do think that it's like really good for the union and maybe that will like educate more people on the usefulness of the union itself by having these younger cooler people uh advocating for it versus like Meryl Streep you know (laughs) so influencers can be in SAG if they perform alone if they're incorporated and if they own their intellectual property (laughs) And so SAG says, if you are a SAG influencer, don't promote unless you have contractual obligations that were signed before the strike began. Mm, Yeah, but that's a bad look. Even if you had them signed before, you're still still on that red carpet. You you, you mm -hmm. don't want that. You don't want to deal with that. 
And the influencer landscape is the worst possible way, like the worst space in the world to like provide any nuance to what you're doing. Yes. Like I just yeah. basically <laughs> don't envy what they're doing. Like the worst place to explain yourself and like explain, no, 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 you don't understand. This is how the union works and these are how contracts work in a TikTok or in Good the TikTok comments. Like a get you ready with me TikTok like, where you're explaining <laughs> yeah. like it's not going to happen. You know what's more valuable to me than walking the red carpet at any event? My health insurance. So if I was an influencer <laughs> who was receiving that and and having the support of a union, I would say, you know what? Scratch it. We'll, do, we'll make up the money yeah. in another way. I, I think they're smart. They know. I'm also just totally into figuring out and reading up on what stuff gets exemptions from these strikes. Mm. So this week, I've been reading up a lot about how some independent films, because they're not attached to the big studios, uh, these productions can keep going. And in fact, two A24 films are allowed to continue production. They got waivers from SAG and the Writers Guild. One is called Mother Mary. It stars Michaela Cole and Anne Hathaway. It's an epic pop melodrama with songs by Jack Antonoff and Charlie XCX. That one. I that want one can that keep movie. going. I know. Mm-hmm. Also, another A24 movie called Death of a Unicorn, in which Paul Rudd and Jenna Ortega run over a unicorn on their way home. Hilarity ensues. That's allowed to continue? I think there's like intricacy to this that I don't know. Yeah. This says A24 is not part of the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, said a spokesperson for the company. AMTP, TPT like, or whatever. Okay, yeah. but also yeah. like the actors are still, I just am like the right. actors are still, fu- it doesn't, to me, if I was Paul Rudd, if I, if I, I wouldn't want to continue, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I will say it is very interesting to kind of see A24 as this like pop culture cockroach, <laughs> like nothing can stop. In a strike. It's true. Yeah, they're like, we will be making our Charlie XCX film. Don't you worry. And like, of course, I'm going to want that. I'm going to want that. Yes. Also, apparently, a TV series called The Chosen, all about Jesus of Nazareth. That can keep filming, too. Not even a strike can stop Jesus. (laughs) Isn't that like totally crowdfunded or something? No idea. Oh, no, the crowdfunded one was the, the QAnon... Missing yeah. Children oh, right. movie the thing. Is that the one that came out was like a huge hit in theaters yeah. this past weekend? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> We're doing great. Yeah. The theaters are going to have to show something. You know, if this goes on for a long time, they're going to need to put something in there, you know? know? Start showing The Golden Bachelor in theaters. Sure, I was going. Say. <laughs> All right, last game question for you. And you're going to have to explain this to me because I've tried to get it oh, and no. I don't get it. It's, it's weird. Are y'all into or not into one of the internet's hottest, newest trends, NPC live streaming. Into it. I love this. Into it. Cat pop, meow, meow, meow. Cat pop, meow, meow, meow. Exercise strong. So strong. Exercise strong. Y'all love so it. Yeah, it, cre- so it feels very Black it. Mirror. It is, but I think it knows it is, and that's what's okay because it's still like creative. Like it, it. What's really Black Mirror is any sort of TikTok live where you like see them getting the gifts, and it's weird, and it puts like right. a little hat mm-hmm. on their head and like whatever. That's weird. That's Black Mirror. But kind of the commentary on the idea that it's Black Mirror by becoming and cosplaying a non-playable character from a video game in which we, like, you kind of, like, react the same way like a robot. I think sort that's like almost responding to The rhythmic to it. movements. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you need us to explain NPC? No, you play video games. Me? Yeah. Listen, I have a Nintendo Switch that confuses me. <laughs> I just I'm think. sorry. <laughs> I just okay, think. but have you ever played, uh, what is it, with the car crashing? What is it called? Grand Theft Auto? Crashing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, where it's like, like it's it's like the people who just like walk around yeah. doing the same yes. thing over and over. Yes, and you and over. bump into them and they're like, "Get out of my mm-hmm. way!" Like <laughs> they always say the same thing. Yes. 
that's what we're that's what they're doing. It is very um, fun, and I I like that we're all we all kind of get I like it. it. It's Sims. But okay. the thing is, yeah. like, it's funny that you asked this after the question about unionizing. <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> What they're doing is labor. I'm sorry. Those people are making oh, money on it's it. True. So it's, it's sort true. of like, like thousands. True. Thousands of dollars. And it's like pennies at a time, but that's why they do it. And it's just sort of like they're not doing it kind of entirely as a bit. They're doing it because it's lucrative. And TikTok is really totally. good at making making you watch shit that you didn't sign up for. Yeah. You know, when you're like, it's wait, what is, is this? Paying <laughs> its performers like that it's is getting paid. Unfortunately, yeah. bottom line, Black Mirror is the WGA striking. Not Black Mirror is like paying people to Bam. like perform. Bam. Right? <laughs> like, yes. And it's right. like, I'm sorry. So, yeah. The That's NPC, crazy. the NPC TikTok live streamer's job is dumb, but frankly, so is mine. So like, <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> you know. So, so let me try to get this in 60 seconds or less. Yeah for our listeners who are like, what the hell? So basically, there's a new trend on TikTok where big TikTok influencers will go live on TikTok, just be live streaming on TikTok, but they're live streaming themselves performing as NPC characters. These are the non-playable characters in video games. Thank you for the rose. Tap, tap, tap. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for the follow. Thank you for the follow. So they're basically role-playing as kind of static video game characters who only say the same four or five things over and over and do the same kind of movements over and over. Yes, and And they they are responding to the gifts that the people are giving them live. And so, yes, during (laughs) their live stream as these game characters, viewers (laughs) can send in comments or requests of do this, do that, and then the NPC live streamers do it. And each time they do it, there's a tip. And some of them can get thousands of dollars yes. for doing this. What I love is that TikTok can't control how much money they're kind of getting. They yeah. can make it really customizable. And then the performer can do different sounds and actions for every kind of gift. Ice cream, yum, yum. yum. Play some? yum, yum. There's one uh, pinky doll. <laughs> Ice cream, yum, yum. Yes, yes. Good, good. Can you play it for us, Janae? I got to hear it. It's so creepy. She's really talented. Did you hear the where she broke character and yelled at her kid? That was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I love that. I'm like, yeah, she's a fucking working mother. It's iconic. You know? She's like, like, please shut up. And she was like, Ice cream. Yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl. Let me write it. Turn up. Pop. Amazing. Jada, stop it. I said, stop. You stop now. You leave the dog alone. It's not a game. You're going to hurt the dog for real. Stop. No. Go to your room. Go to your room. (laughs) There's one where this NPC streamer says mid-NPC, I should really go back to my therapist. (laughs) It's so good. good. Oh, it's great. Big hug. That's a lot of meat. I need to go back to my therapist. Like, and I think the one who yelled at her kid, that that's Pinky Doll. Like, Pinky Doll's definitely the one making the most money at this point. She's the star. Do we have it, Janae? Oh, thank you, Lily. I love you. Yes, strong woman. Gang gang. Yes, strong woman. Mmm, ice cream so good. Thank you, Naya. Thank you, Coco. Yes, strong woman. Yeah, amazing. So funny. Listen, let me tell y'all. Social internet has ruined our brains. Mm, And it's also like... We have soft brain. (laughs) Even more fundamentally, people are like, what is this? Why are people paying for this? And it's like, sorry, but this is like a kink. (laughs) Like, get used to it. 
people who are really it, getting off on this. You know, is it like, the same kind of getting off as like people with like feet pics and stuff? I think is it's it the that same. energy? I think it's like uh, there's yeah. definitely a significant percentage of people who are doing this because they're kink. Let me not shame it. Let me not shame it. I think the percentage of it being sexualized is actually lower in this context, but it does kind of harken back to kind of traditionally cam girl culture. So I, yeah. I get what you're saying, but I do feel like it's become very like it's like every like family entertainment <laughs> family entertainment in a way. Because <laughs> she's just like saying ice cream yum yum. Ice cream you yum know? yum. Mm, ice cream so good. Meow. Gang gang. Balloon. Is it a fetish? Is it cosplay? Is it ASMR? All I don't know, above. but it's lucrative for I Pinky love Doll. All Shout of out the to above. Pinky Doll. Keep all getting that above. money. You're talented. Just and like, if you join SAG, though, you have to stop. If you get enough money to join SAG, <laughs> you have to TikTokers stop. TikTokers keep finding ways to surprise me is like, Honestly, props to them. Yo, That's what true. would y'all NPC stream? What kind of character? Oh my God. Well, it's always the same girly. It's always the yeah, same style. Yeah, it has to be the same girly. girly. But you can pick the gifts. I do they think would have that to be like popcorn and we go, mm, crunch, crunch, mm, so- crunch, crunch. That's what we would have to do. <laughs> oh my God. We would do all of our catchphrases based on different gifts and mm-hmm. we would yeah. say our catchphrases. Yeah. Meet me in Greece. Oh my me God. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> me in Greece. Crunch, crunch. So basically, we're kind of into everything right now. Culture, and I love culture's, it. Uh, culture's okay. <laughs> culture is culture. Culture's back. We're here for it? Yes, culture's culture back. Is Lindsay back. and Bobby said oh, no. so. There you Come have it. Come see us live on tour. Culture's oh. back, baby. <laughs> Thanks again to Lindsay Weber and Bobby Finger. If you aren't already, check out their amazing podcast, Who Weekly. The best celebrity gossip podcast in the land. Also, the folks at Who Weekly, Lindsay and Bobby, they're going on tour soon. A live tour. You should definitely buy tickets. I know I will be at the L.A. show. All right, Intuit is hosted by me, Sam Sanders. This show is produced by Janae West, Travis Larchuk, Gabby Grossman, Jelani Carter, Taka Zen, and Oluwakimi Aladesui. Our fearless editor is Jordana Hokeman. Our engineer is Daniel Turek. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder, who honestly should have been in charge of the entire Barbie soundtrack. I'm serious. And the executive producer of audio at Vox Media is Nishat Kurwa. Listeners, we are back next Tuesday with a brand new episode. Till then, send us some audio files of your favorite NPC voices. Do it. Be weird. Why not? Bye. I brought my boyfriend with me, and for that live show, he had, he wasn't really a listener. Since then, I've made him a fan. Hell yeah. He's a Who Weekly stand now. Perfect. We okay, did it. Great. We Spread got the gospel. Yes. Spreading oh the gospel. Incredible. Spreading the gospel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on that Gang. note. Crunch, crunch. Crunch, crunch. crunch. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> What's Rita up to? What's Rita up to? What's Rita up to? do that, honestly. <laughs> I would watch. Pretty good. I would tip. I would tip. Thank you. <laughs> Why do you run? Why does anyone? I always thought that runners loved running, and that's not the case. Most runners hate running, (laughs) but they choose to do it. In the new docu-series, Running Sucks, brought to you by Team Milk, Abby Ayers learns why women runners everywhere are driven to go the distance. It really is about taking my power back and proving myself wrong. Team Milk is about fueling women's performance and helping them along their marathon journeys. You can sign up now for the inaugural Every Woman's Marathon taking place in Savannah, Georgia on November 16th, 2024. Learn more and register at everywomansmarathon.com.